Since mental health is on the table, Bravo didn't want to be held responsible for any reason. So it seems like any PR team would do this. This follower said to me, I do PR for pro athletes. This is 101. That statement about yes. her being hacked is rehab. 101. And rehab. Yes. Yes, because the person's trying to make themselves better. Welcome to Cocktails and Gossip, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and the hottest tea from bravoandcocktails.com. And as always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our blinds. I'm B, And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. What's up, cocktailers? And Amanda. (laughs) Amanda, today we're starting off with the positive stuff because there's plenty of negative stuff this week. We've got, of course, Scandival. We've got all the toxicity in Jersey. I don't know if we'll get to the summer house, Danielle's berserk, bizarre reaction, but there's a lot of good stuff happening. And wouldn't you know, it's all in the Big Apple. I can't wait to see it or to hear about it because I know you actually have some stuff I haven't even heard yet. Hey, cocktailers, by the way, and B, another day, another closet for me. It looks kind of the same, but I am actually in a different closet. So you guys will have to tell us if you can hear a sound difference. Should we start out with new Roni first? Let's start on the out. reboot. Yeah. Yeah, let's start out with new Roni. So the preview came out this week and I thought it was really cute just very well manicured nails grabbing the apple and the announcement of July 16th but of course you guys knew back in March because we told you we have that email it was feeling fruity and the subject was Bravo airing schedule wondering why season 17 of OC hasn't aired yet it's because Bravo is theming its summer lineup with the three fruits in their basket Roni 14 OC 17 and Atlanta 15 they will all start airing in a week or so a week or two's span of each other starting mid-May after New Jersey 13 has finished airing and will all wrap up by August September They will be replaced by Salt Lake City, Beverly Hills, and Dubai after the summer in October, tentatively. OC will be the first to air. I have to say, I'm really sick of all of the complaints I see on social media. Of course, we're all going to miss the original, which I do have news on. We'll get to that next. Very exciting, confirmed news that you're going to hear for the first time here at Cocktails and Gossip. These new women seem incredible. I'm ready for a fresh Roni. Selfishly, maybe I'm excited because these women are more around our age, Amanda, where damn near 20 years ago, when the ladies came out, I loved them. I still do love them, but they were almost like old enough, many of them to be my mother or certainly an aunt, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't women I could relate to, where these women are in our age bracket, And more what's going on in the world today. And people are saying like, oh, they're all influencers. A, that's Mm -mm. not true. Do many of them have 
Instagram accounts where they market. Like Scout in the City, I believe, is an influencer. But we have an attorney. We have Jenna Lyons, who is, mm-hmm. you know, a fashion guru. She has walked the red carpet at the Met seven times. She was some head of J. Crew. Yeah. She does interior design as well because I follow her. I have to say one of the things that I'm really excited because I do follow a few of them and I think they're fantastic. They're much more social media savvy. So I think this can also kind of symbolize this kind of new movement into a new phase, not just for Roni, but into a new phase for Bravo too, because Roni is obviously one of its, I would say Andy's probably favorite, but it's definitely one of the kind of hallmark Real Housewives cities. And these women are, yes, maybe some of them are influencers, but they're all much more social media savvy. The big difference I see is where it just feels like almost, I think it's going to feel like more of an extension, the social media and the stuff we're seeing them do of the show and vice versa. Whereas like you watch, God bless Ramona, but her (laughs) social media... You know that I kept following her just because I find it quite comical. But it is. It's like... Same. Curb your enthusiasm. Like, you laugh but because you're laughing for the wrong reason. (laughs) Right. Not not with her so much because it just feels like just like a little bit uncomfortable and like a little bit Same with Vicky. Same with all of... Same with all of our OGs. You even look at somebody like Teresa and like the other day when she reposted Ramona's daughter's batch boss business... It was the direct message. She didn't take out or something like that. And as a matter of fact, when Ramona was on, I believe it was two T's in a pod, she's like, I didn't care at all. She actually got more publicity for that because a lot of people like us and, you know, magazines and page six picked it up and said, oh, look at Ramona. She forgot to take, I mean, look at Teresa. She forgot to, and Ramona said it absolutely was not payback for her leaking the wedding invitation, which was another fumble on social media. Yeah, we're seeing housewives who have the savviness with social media that we're used to seeing on our younger cast, like Summer House or Winter House or all those folks. Also, I don't know if people realize this, Erin, I believe you pronounce her last name, Leachy, works with Frederick. So we're going to be seeing Frederick. He'll be making some cameos on the new Roni. Frederick, of course, is from Million Dollar Listing, New York, and then the last season he was on LA as well. I just I didn't know that. He's entertaining. I need to follow her. Yeah, she's he's one her of the boss. I follow Bryn. I follow Jenna. I follow I'm trying to remember who else I follow, but um yes, I'll have to follow her too. The other complaint I have about the complaints. <laughs> my complaint about the complaints is that we're always saying we want women with aspirational lives. These women have it. Erin Leachy is an example. She is a real estate broker. Her, among other things, she also does interior design. Her husband has his own clearly successful law firm. They have an amazing condo in Manhattan, and they also have a fancy home out east. Ta-da. Like, isn't that what we're looking for? Yes, absolutely. And you know what? I think we get to have both, and that's what I love right now is that we are getting to have some of the legacy girls too. And I think that that will quiet down some of the complainers getting to see both. And the other thing, I do follow them on Instagram, but I've purposely not 
really look too much into them because I want to authentically meet them on television and like see their lives. So I do think, and I could be wrong, because as I said, I haven't like done any research, but I do think that Bryn, who I think is the attorney, but I do think there's like a Bethany one in there where like not married and maybe doesn't own two homes, like that kind Bryn. of thing. Yeah, Bryn. That's, she's Bryn. one of the ones that I thought, I don't know what she does for a living because I thought she was more of a model, but I don't know. I guess, but you know what? It's so like funny that you. Oh, maybe brought- she's not a lawyer. I don't know. Somebody's a lawyer. Maybe I'm making it's that up. Funny that you brought that up, though, because I kind of felt the same, which is why I haven't followed them all too. Because I feel like I like to watch a few shows and then decide which ones I like, and those are the ones that I follow, unless I decide to kind of ironically follow them, which then I also do. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to give Amanda a newsflash for everybody here. Amanda, you now need to follow everybody for the purposes of you have a podcast that's Bravo themed. I know. I know. And I will. (laughs) I know. You know, though, like you'll be like, did you see this? And I'm like, not yet. I know. (laughs) I catch up in like little bits and pieces because we're both so crazy busy during the day. Listen, even when I started, I remember when I first started bravoandcocktails.com, I followed who I liked or who I thought was funny, like Ramona, like Vicky. And so I remember being, oh, shoot, I have to follow these people. Like, I remember, I didn't know who Caroline Stanberry was when I first started my account. And people Mm. were always memeing her and all this. So I started watching Ladies of London. I always watched Real Housewives. So that, Mm -hmm. for me, wasn't an issue because I was such a Bravo fan. But there were shows like I've never seen Southern Charm NOLA. And people often ask me questions about them. And I'm like, uh, and I I Google to be like, who are these people? But those are the only two shows that I can remember. And I haven't watched the international ones, which aren't really as relevant for my audience, I guess. No, they're not. But if you ever find yourself hungover and have some time to... There's a few good ones. The Melbourne one is really good. I think we talked about this before, but the Cheshire one is also really good. Yes, you like that one. I have to give that one a a look-see. Yeah, I would almost go Melbourne first because there are some just total characters on that one too. So here's the big scoop. Ooh. Roni Legacy's girls trip. We've been saying it's a go, but everyone has officially signed on the dotted line. Filming in June. I was told that the Scary Island location is not 100%, so I'm going to say we don't really know where, but it's filming in June. And are you ready for who's going to be on it? Because there are a couple names that might surprise you. Please, please share. Luann, no surprise. Sonia, Ramona, Dorinda, Kelly, and Kristen Teekman. Oh. So. Okay, wait. So who are we missing then? No Tinsley, but we kind of figured. No Alex. Remember, she was, Alex McCord was rumored. She may have been traumatized because remember, she was on that girl's trip with the whole Brandy and Caroline and she was Caroline's basically from what I hear, one of the few people who advocated for her. So she may be like, I'm good. Or maybe she'll pop up. Jill, we know that Jill did announce she's on that goat show with Kristen Dowdy and Reza and many others. We had posted about it. The working title was The Boss, remember? Mm -hmm. And its actual name is GOAT, which you know, everyone knows what GOAT stands for, right? Yes, greatest of all time. Love it. I know that because of LL Cool J. He had a song, GOAT. Oh, your your reason for knowing that is way cooler than mine. What's your reason for knowing it? 
I'm sure I probably knew what it meant before that, but GOAT is also like a big brand in lacrosse and my son plays lacrosse. So that's that's like that's one of the reasons I'm sure I probably knew it before that. But yours is way cooler. Can, wait, you want to laugh because I said that I would share this and then I was like, no, I shouldn't because it's embarrassing, but I don't care. So I ran home because you guys know I'm having work done on my house. So I'm recording from my dad's condo. So I ran home and I put all my podcast stuff before I left this morning for work in my son's old Pokemon book bag. <laughs> and then I was like you know what it's been a long week I'm gonna bring a bottle of Prosecco and I'm gonna have a glass of Prosecco my sister-in-law lives in the same complex so I'll have a glass with you guys and then she'll come over when we're done recording and she'll finish with me so I'm walking in the building and I have my pocketbook, <laughs> my cell phone's falling. I'm like, you know, in work clothes, but like, you know how you look? Am I the only person who I always say, like, it looks like I go and I like teach finger painting as an occup or just a painter? Because I just look a mess at the end of the day. My hair's all over, my clothes are disheveled. I got my hot mess look going on. Because of course, between this, I have picked up my kids, I've dropped them to their various act, right? So we know right. the whole thing. So now I got the Pokemon book bag on, I got the bottle of Prosecco, I got the bottle opener because my dad doesn't drink. People must be like, what in the world is she doing with a Pokemon book bag? And not only a bottle of Prosecco, like maybe she's going to visit a friend, but like her own bottle opener. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. If only we could have gotten a picture of that. I you know, somebody it. may have. Thank God. Again, guys, this anonymous thing works out for I me know. all the time. Could you imagine how mortifying? And I do feel for reality stars because if I were a reality or any sort of star and I were to have a picture snapped of me this afternoon, I would be rightfully mortified. I mean, and God forbid, it's like you have a zit and it's like then the next day, it's like the headline. Yeah. Reality star. Lindsay Hubbard has a huge pimple. <laughs> Sorry, not to pick on you, Lindsay. Um, but you and know I'd what like I mean? Th- like, I know, and awful. I'd like to think that I would like get my life together and be somebody who was very put together, but I know that I wouldn't, so. <laughs> I feel like you're either this person or you're not this person. I feel like either you're the person who would never leave the house without concealer and mascara, even to go to the grocery store really quick. Or you're like me who like, I took a picture of myself one day, it was like a snow day and I had run over to buy bacon and eggs for my kids. And I had a nightgown, (laughs) snow boots, (laughs) a huge parka and glasses and a hat. And I took a picture of myself and sent it to my girlfriends because it was, oh my God, thank God. It's super early and snowy and a snow day because if anybody saw me like this in public, yeah. They would die. I always have, think I, I always would have makeup that on. Or not. Oh, do you? I think so. I don't. But this is the thing. I would be wearing that outfit, but I would have mascara and lip gloss on. Yeah, not me. No. Like Just because time, I don't like, know. I don't think I've I, left my house since like seventh grade. Like if I go to the gym first thing in the morning, I will not put on mascara, but I will put on lips. I never don't have lipstick on. Whoa. Yeah, no. I roll out of bed, brush my teeth put my hair in a ponytail and go to the gym. That is how I look. 
I think I it's probably I better. Like face first. I do that, but plus <laughs> lipstick. So people are probably like, is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> does she think that? Does she think it's literally putting lipstick on a pig? Like well, so <laughs> you proved my theory wrong then, because you're you do like a little bit, a little bit, right? I do just enough to not <laughs> stop, to not make cars crash because they're so horrified. <laughs> Maybe one day I can be a person who d- does a little bit more. But yeah, you if you wanted to be at the grocery store, chances are I might be in my nightgown. Yes. <laughs> or with some leggings on under. I think I did put on leggings under. <laughs> but wait, so let's get back to this. So the new yes. show, The Goat. So this is my question for you, Amanda. Okay. So as we're talking about it, I'm saying to myself, you have Kristen Dowdy, who is a star. You have Reza, who is a star. You have Jill, who is a star. That's why they're on Goat. Like, how do you think Bravo feels about their talent getting scooped up by other networks once they've been discarded by Bravo? Do you think, like, going forward, this would impact who they let go? Or Because I do feel that social media has played a part and opinions have played a part in them letting go of people due to fan backlash and stuff. Do you think this is going to affect? Do you think they're salty about it? What do you think? Is Bravo salty about it? No, I think Bravo actually probably likes it because I think it becomes a free kind of proving ground for these stars. And if they do really well on these shows, then Bravo can kind of call them back up when they're ready. Almost like a minor leagues in baseball, right? And they're not paying for this. It's not even like Peacock is doing it. It's like a totally different... And I think I'm betting the format of that show is not a format where you would come back season after season. Right. So I'm sure Bravo actually probably likes it because it's not E or I think it's E who has this show can like hold them for season after season. If it's like a traders kind of thing where it's like you come, you compete and then you're done. And I guess it's good in a way to your point to see like who picks up traction again. So this is going to air and Again, social media, like who's getting memed? Who are people having on their podcast? Who, who's everybody buzzing about? Like if after this airs and everyone's buzzing about Kristen Dowdy, they could be like, let's bring her back. People want her back. We gave her a break and it's time to have her back. Well, and who's vibing with each other too? Because I think that was one of the things that I really enjoyed the most about traders is seeing all the people from the different and like who got along really well and like seeing that just like the friendships that kind of came up and because I think that was probably honestly one of the reasons that Bravo was kind of okay letting Kristen go and Stassi go because I think they still both have and especially I know Stassi has a very loyal following but because we kept seeing him in the same settings right and it was like kind of a loop where it was Oh, Stassi and Kristen and Katie are being mean to somebody to Sheena again. Right. That story gets a little bit tiring, but they're still really interesting people. So I don't know. I think it's probably a win-win for Bravo. Yeah, that makes sense. We've been getting a lot of questions about the Thomas Ravenel thing and the fact that he got awarded sole physical custody. I mean, I know you, how you feel. I'm not super interested in like going into a lot of detail on this one, but I know you got a couple of confirmations on a couple of things. Yeah, I mean, I think we've been clear from the start of our podcast that we're not interested in speaking on abuse or really any sensitive issues involving children in any sort of depth. I will say that I do hear those reports are confirmed 
And it's a very sad situation for everyone involved. And that's all I really want to say about it, really. I hope the family, the parents, and the children find some sort of peace and that the kids can have a healthy environment to grow up in. Agreed. That's it. Like, I didn't post it. People are like, oh, did you not see this? It's the same thing with the Jen Shah stuff. Like, I'm just not posting about – and I posted this week – because somebody asked, and I was like, just FYI, I won't be posting about her ever again because she's irrelevant. She's never going to be on our television. So, yeah, just moving on. Speaking of Charleston, I posted today, I got confirmation, cameras up Monday for season two of Southern Hospitality. Oh, interesting. I hadn't heard for sure that it was happening again. Yeah, okay. confirmed. So, Charleston g- girls and guys, please do send me your pics when you see them filming because we love that hey cocktailers i want to tell you about cozy earth sheets they were named one of oprah's favorite things in 2018 their best selling bamboo sheet set is temperature regulating and incredibly soft their bedding includes Pillows, sheets, blankets, and more. All of them are backed by a lengthy warranty. The way they look on a bed is really beautiful too. This very kind of breezy, timeless appeal. I have to tell you, since I have gotten my set of sheets, I am obsessed. Like I love the way that they feel when you get into bed. It's almost like that feeling of getting into a hotel bed on vacation. Just feels very luxurious. The people at Cozy Earth, gave us an exclusive offer to give to cocktailers today. So if you go to CozyEarth.com, so that's C-O-Z-Y-E-A-R-T-H.com, you can get 35% off across the site when you use the code GOSSIP. So go to CozyEarth.com for 35% off site-wide, and that's just their bedding, but they have great jammies and stuff too when you use the code GOSSIP. The Charlestonians are the best at sharing best. stuff. It is because it is a pretty small little area. So if something's going on, you would kind of know about it. But I think it'll be good because I think Southern Hospitality showed a lot of promise. I think getting like a little more of a stride going in a second season, I think it could be really good. And a quicker turnaround, I think, would be good too. Yeah, agreed. Because with young people, stuff changes. And But listen, it's not stale. Look at... Summer House, for example, like it doesn't get stale. It just, who was it that, Jersey too. Like I felt like it was a Vanderpump you can't even use because stuff happened while it was filming. But you sometimes feel like once you know it, in other words, Southern hospitality, these people are young. They go in and out of relationships. So when you know they're no longer together, like it's less fun to watch it. So the quicker the turnaround, the more... Yeah. True well, time it is. Does that make sense? Yes. And I, I think what I've always liked about that show specifically is that we're getting just more people in it that we, the types of people, I don't know how to say this the right way because you don't want to say characters because they're people, but, right. you know, lifestyles and lives that we haven't gotten to see, right? And so we've gotten to see a lot more LGBTQ and like issues and things that we haven't really seen in depth before so i love that show for that too okay so let's talk jersey 
um, Teresa's shower. Teresa, at the beginning, and her girls were trying on their bridesmaids' dresses, and Joe Giudice calls on FaceTime and sees. I think everybody was kind of teary, including me. Me too. It really was touching. I do really admire. They're two clearly imperfect people, as we all are. We've seen their whole lives. I mean, we've seen their ups, their downs. And I think that they have a really authentic, special bond. It's a beautiful thing to watch that they both have chose to put their children first, which isn't always the easiest thing to do. But I think in their case, as time has passed, they have a true appreciation for each other. I think that there's such a love. I don't mean in love, right? Mm-hmm. There really is such a love there. And I think especially for Joe, it must be hard for him. I mean... I'm sure. Teresa had it really difficult. Right. We all know. And she loved him so much and then they went through all of that and she really it took a long time and she moved on and she healed and she's now getting married and I can't imagine that that doesn't hurt him well of course right and watching his daughters and everyone have their lives kind of move on and he can't be there physically it's got to be so tough I thought I wanted to echo your sentiment about I think they've really put their kids first and really focused on doing what is best for them as their marriage dissolved. You didn't hear her say a lot of unkind. She could have, I think, gotten a lot deeper than she did as far as things that she said about him, continued to defend him. I found that to be very admirable because I believe that she did that because of her kids and wanting her kids to have that great relationship with her dad but I also and I, thought but you know and, and not to interrupt you but I also think and I believe this to be true as well that there's a difference if she felt that Joe Giudice did this with some sort of malice and carelessness and didn't care if he got caught and didn't care if his family suffered I think that she recognizes that he really didn't realize the gravity of what he... And I'm not... Listen, I'm not defending what they did. Clearly, they broke laws. But I don't think that maybe they're smart enough to realize it at the time that it was as bad as it was and the consequences could be as bad. Had they yeah. realized that, I don't think either of them would put their kids in that position, right? So I think that that anger that obviously she felt and certainly when she was away and then she came home and her mom died suddenly and she had missed that time with her kids and her mom. Mm -hmm. I think that she was able to move past that anger because I think it would be different if Joe was doing something illegal behind her back recklessly, right? Right. Like, in other words, in my opinion, I understand she says she didn't read the papers, but he didn't hide it from her, is my point. Yeah. If she had read it and she had looked into it, he hid nothing. He didn't explain it, but then again, I don't even think he knew what he was doing never mind explain it to her yeah I agree I feel like the other thing that was really nice and kind of symbolic about that whole scene is it was sort of Teresa tying the bow on that part of her life and then turning around to kind of meet her future and I think that's partly why we probably all felt a little bit 
weepy about it, even, you know, because it, it did. It felt very, like, symbolic of her moving into the future. And I did, didn't you get the sense at the end that she felt sorry? Like, not sorry, but almost like she feels bad for him because she knows it's hard for him to watch her move on. Yes. Yeah, of course. I can only imagine for right. either of them. I, I know Teresa's met other girlfriends of Joe. Like, that can't ever be. I'm sorry. It, it doesn't matter if you're fully in love with somebody else. That's not going to make it easier. It's not going to make it easy. There's still going to be a twinge in your heart. Well, look at course. Frank and Dolores. Let's talk about that for a minute. I love me some Frank Sr., but it really shows that he really thought that he could, and because for so many years he did, like maintain his nuclear family, mm-hmm. but just go out and be the single guy. And it just, I'm happy Dolores is sticking up for herself. Me too. You know, I think that I can see the point. Maybe people might see Paulie as controlling, and we don't know. I don't think I've seen enough of him to say yay or nay on that. But I do see her point. As an example, Amanda, 100% agree with Dolores when she said, yeah, we're all going to go to dinner. Brittany's going to come and Paul's mm-hmm. going to come. And then when he said, I don't want Brittany there, I just thought, what a son of a bitch. You think that you can have your family when you want it to be your quote unquote family, right? And you know, I have to say for the first time, I really saw that Frank wasn't jealous of David because David wasn't really fully in or allowed him so much time but I really saw for the first time that I think and maybe for the first time Frank regrets not making it work you know with age comes clarity yeah Yeah. wisdom and I think he is just now realizing how badly he fucked up I mean 20 years too late that is what I was seeing in that scene too it always surprised me that she was so open and would let Frank walk in and out of her house to that extent. And in my mind, I was like, there's always got to be at some point, I always kind of thought there was something more there because the kids were grown, right? So at some point, it's not so much about keeping things up for the kids and making sure that the kids know that we're in a happy, okay place. And so I think Dolores realized that, right? And realized that there were not boundaries. And with the David situation, I totally agree. He just kind of always had one foot out with her and wasn't fully in. And now that she's experiencing what that is to have that person who is fully in and to be there, I think Frank is like, wait a second, oops. And then Dolores is like, wait a second, oh, this, I should have had more boundaries. Now I understand why, you know, people were so surprised that we didn't really have them. It was kind of heart-wrenching. This is something I was like, I have to ask B about this. (laughs) So the the motorcycle vest and then the tank top at the restaurant, at this nice white tablecloth restaurant. This is the thing? You know, I got to tell you, Amanda, <laughs> only in the tri-state area. Like I, I, w- so it was daytime and I can be honest with you. I am picturing a place right now, which total side note, you're going to appreciate this. There's a place that 
a place that we go to often. It's a great Italian place. And I once posted a picture of the pizza and Andrea from Summer House messaged me and he's like, that looks like authentic pizza. And so I told him it was because the owners are from this town in Italy and they're actually Sicilian. And he's like, oh my God. And he's named the restaurant. And I was like, yeah. And his real Italian friend brought him there because the pizza was authentic. So I say all that to say there are places that, yes, they're white tablecloth, but in the daytime, in the metro area, it's really the way Frank walked in is the way that your average Goomba would walk, would okay. walk in. I, I, it, I, need, I need to go on, like, we need to go on a restaurant tour just because, first of all, I just love to eat. and I need you to take me to all your favorite places. But also, I need to wear sunglasses so I don't stare. But only, okay, but I, see, this isn't Manhattan. Now, you have to always understand. And right. it's something that I'm sure like, you have where you yes. are. But locals get it. You wouldn't do that in Manhattan. Frank wouldn't yes. do that in Manhattan. But sure. you can do that in a neighborhood place in Jersey or in yes. Brooklyn or in Staten Island, especially Staten Island. So yeah, I didn't find it weird, but I found it very funny that everybody else found it weird. It was quite the gutta. I mean, come on. He was clearly trying to get noticed with the best. Yes. Like the vest was a bit much. Like my husband would not wear a guinea tee, right? But he would wear a white t-shirt to a nice place if it were lunchtime yeah right so yeah and I mean that's not that different than like but like a fitted white t-shirt a (laughs) t-shirt like or like a printed t-shirt and a hat Mm -hmm. like I get it I get it it's just again there was the juxtaposition of like I really noticed with the motorcycle and then with (laughs) you know the whole point of motorcycle jackets is to protect your skin from the like wind (laughs) And so he was missing a really key part of a lot of that. Well, he definitely <laughs> likes showing off his muscles. Yes, he does. And that's clearly what was going on. Okay. What else do we have for Jersey? Come on. So the car scene when Teresa and the girls are driving to go to the surprise shower. And Louis, I don't think he knew they were filming. Clearly Saying, like, didn't. let's invite so, so, and so, and so, and so, and so. And then not Joe and Melissa. And, and then f- Teresa's face. Like, gave it away. First of all, surprise shower my ass. She says, Gia, call and say we're five minutes away. She's in basically a short wedding dress. But anyway, that's fine. Everybody, a lot of people do that on their bridal shower. They pretend it's a surprise. We know. Right. But the way she tried to cover it up saying, oh, we'll invite everyone. And then Melania saying, oh, why do we have to invite them? The thing is, like, this is my thing. We know that Teresa, Louie, and the daughters feel this way, right? The thing I think that pisses people off is that Louie acts as if he's sugar sweet and kind to them, and they're trying to present it as if the Gorgas are insane and delusional. That's the piece of it. Like, if they just were, were all honest with being like, let's not invite them because clearly... And name the reasons and say whatever your reasons are. We're not on good terms and we're not going to have them. But for them to pretend like everything's great. And the last time we saw them together, he's trying to broker Pete, right? Right. So, and then we see upcoming episode, he's saying that he's pulling her out of a snake pit. Is he purposely isolating her from her family? Now, granted, no one can deny that the Gorgas and Teresa had an unstable relationship. So it wasn't exactly the hardest thing in the world to do. But... My friend over at Thea over at Your Moms Are Watching actually posted after the episode and she highlighted the fact that he has done this with several people in her life. 
Dina one of them. Mm-hmm. She pointed out that Dina and her husband Dave hung out with Lewis and Teresa a few times when he first came in the picture. And allegedly Dave got annoyed with the fact that Louis seemed to travel on Dave's dime. Teresa and Dina are still friends, but we have not, we will not see pictures of them hanging out all four, although we did a bunch at the beginning, right? And again, Dina doesn't want to be in drama. She doesn't want to be mentioned. She's not going to come out and say it. We then have Frank Sr., who we know went against Louis at the reunion, right? So that's Mm -hmm. a division. I mean, Frank Sr. and Teresa have been friends for as long as Frank and Dolores have known each other. So Frank was also friends with Joe Giudice. He's good friends with Joe Gorga. So Teresa is a family friend of his. And again, there was the fallout with Frankie, with the job. Apparently, they promised him he would make, this is all alleged, but they promised he would make 30K a week. And then they set him up in a nice office in Montville. And one day, Frankie showed up to work and the landlord said, pack your stuff, get out of here. The rent hadn't been paid. And then 30K a week? I'm sorry. I'm just getting over that part. (laughs) That was the promise. Yes, that was the promise. Right. Okay. When Frankie tried to reach out to Lewis, he didn't hear from him for three months. But again, Dolores didn't want anyone to speak about this. She was afraid it would hurt Frankie's chances of getting a new job. At the reunion, we will see Frank bring it up. But no matter what anyone says, it had to cause tension, right? Okay. We have Marge. Now, granted, Marge and Teresa obviously have been on the outs. But prior to that, they were friends. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't until she questioned Louis. And then we're going to see at the reunion that Louis apparently tried to do an online smear campaign and the plot was foiled. Bravo had to get involved. That's why everyone had the gag order. Oh. So according to Your Moms Are Watching, she says there's more to it. It gets dark and it's going to be discussed at the reunion. So you have those three big relationships that we know about, right, that are directly connected to the show. Who knows about any of her other people? We don't know. And then, finally, the Gorgas. It seems it's intentional. Well, I guess again, if he's such a great guy, where are all of his really good friends? And he, I mean, he's asking Bill Aiden, who he's just met, to be in his wedding. Like, I always question that. If somebody mm. doesn't have friends from, like, way back when... I just question them. You know what I mean? I know you have them. I have them. Like, I just feel like holding on to the new friends and the old friends, it's so important. I don't know. It just seems fishy to me. And then, of course, yesterday, it was sent to us as soon as it came out, and I held off posting it because, you know, it's a lot. When you're dealing with somebody who wants to do these online things, you kind of want to stay away from it, but... Attorneys were hired to investigate his company. I asked, put a question box up, and I was like, attorneys, weigh in. Mm -hmm. And we got a lot of stuff back, and basically it's anything from one person could have paid. So a client is paying for it to be investigated. That could be that they're trying to put together a class action suit. It could be Stockholm. It could be any number of things. But again, it's another thing at a minimum it's fishy he wants to be a good guy on camera 
but off camera, we saw how he is. And now next week, I think that his whole snake in the pit and you see how angry he is. I think that he only did that after he had the hot mic because they knew that was going to show. So it's like I have to show how bad he is to you to justify Mm -hmm. why I got caught saying he's not invited. It makes my head hurt to think about all the manipulation that is happening and like how plotted everything seems and that must just be an awful way to live. I can't even imagine having to plot out your next move at every point like that if that's really what's going on. And then one last thing about Jersey, which it's really, this is, I see today on Dumois that somebody wrote in that they saw Danielle Cabral screaming at a doorman in Manhattan. <laughs> okay. So this is exactly what I think of her because, you know, she's crying about to her husband about being bullied and everyone being mean to her in Ireland. And I'm like, cry me a river. I think she's totally playing the victim. She can completely handle herself. She's sad. Like, she, she'll she fight if she has to fight. She seems, like, really quick-witted. I think she was just playing the victim because she's not sure kind of which side to play to stay on for sure and I don't know and so then the Dumois blind about her today I'm like of course she is she is no shrinking violet and she wants to be famous she said it I just think next season she's gonna come out like a cannon like she shot out of a cannon because she just Mm -hmm. she is not gonna want to give up this housewives gig she already clearly is loving the fame. She's yelling at Dorman in Manhattan and she's got, what, 100,000 followers? What's going to happen when she's got a million or two like the rest of them? Yeah, I think she <laughs> can handle herself just fine. She's oh, the victim. Oh, and something else I saw floating around the social media universe is that apparently Rachel Fuda's stepson's mom spoke to the son that's where I saw it, the sun. And she, as suspected, she is, she has a substance abuse and mental health problem. She's currently living in a halfway house. She, of course, claims she was arrested for $250,000 laundering. I don't know what's with that number in Jersey. Also, intent to distribute drugs. So she claims she saw Jaden regularly up until 2017 when she was incarcerated and now she's in the halfway house. She said that she's okay with them being on the show and she always figured, she kind of put the blame on the father and not Rachel. Like she always figured John would. I mean, listen, you have a kid that you're unable to raise. Guess what happens? Yeah. Of course, we have sympathy for people with mental health issues and people with addiction. Right. But the child is with who he should be with. And that's not, you know, so whatever. That will or won't play out. I personally hope they move away from that because I don't believe that Jaden should be in the spotlight for that. I like Rachel. I think she could have done the season without bringing that into the mix just saying that he's your stepson would have sufficed and if people wanted to go digging which I'm sure they would have let them find it out it didn't need to be a storyline and I do like her but I don't know what do you think I feel the same way I just with kid kind of stuff you just have to be so careful if you're gonna put them on tv I from a privacy standpoint but again this is why I would never be a housewife because I appreciate my privacy and I am big on my kids' privacy on 
social media and I don't allow anybody to tag me without my permission because I don't want somebody tagging me because it's happened, right? And mm-hmm. they, like I, they put on their public accounts and tagged me or tagged pictures of my kids. I don't like that. I do not like that. I'm really big on that. I always put my kids on the, no, you can't take pictures of me and, you know, use my kids in publicity for our kids' school. None of it because right. I think... Jaden might be a little different because he's older. I think he's, what, 15 or 16. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think children's privacy is of the utmost importance. So, again, why I would be a terrible housewife. <laughs> Reason number 389. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Vanderpump because I feel it was quite the episode. And there was the big trailer leak this week, which you posted right away. So what do you know about that whole situation? So the person I spoke with said, since it was an edited version, it must be somebody who works for Bravo in some capacity. I did see Radar Online report that they were investigating, but my source said that's a bit of an exaggeration. Like, I'm sure they want to know who leaked it, but it isn't a formal investigation. After it was leaked, a couple hours later, Bravo put out the actual trailer, which was a little different. We saw Rachel giggling it was funny, Amanda, because a couple hours before that, we got, an we got e- that email. We got that email. When the video leaked, which is how I knew. So the email came in, and that's why I opened my Insta to look for a video because I saw the email first. So do you want to read that email? Yes, I'll read the email. From She Knew. Subject, hacked my ass. Anon, but it is not a coincidence that the quote-unquote leak of the finale happened within a couple of hours of Raquel's, I'm sorry, Rochelle's. Oh, by the way, everybody <laughs> complains that you call her Rochelle. Oh, they're complaining now? They're complaining now. I'm like, oh, whatever. guys, it's a joke. It's a joke, guys. <sighs> oh, goodness gracious. Okay, I'll do my best. It started out because she really thought her name was Rochelle. I really did, and now I just like calling her anything but her. her I think people any forget that she really was not a main character until she fucks Sandoval. Well, no, first she kissed Schwartz and then fucks Sandoval. Yeah. She was and very much a side knew, note. Yeah, and like, just for those of you who have been complaining, the reason I got confused is because... Way back last August when we were on the podcast and we had we were talking about that picture of her plane ticket, when you're like, her name is actually Rachel, that's when I started getting confused and calling her Rochelle, guys. And that is the whole joke. And now I just do it on purpose because I just don't really respect her. Uh, there's no really. There's I do not respect her. Raquel's team posted that she was this is the email back to the email Raquel's team posted that she was hacked and they're reminding us that she's receiving mental health treatment the backlash has just started to die down also she's been spotted around town so I guess it's an outpatient treatment that she's doing dot 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 didn't hear it from me when her team (laughs) posted that oh we've been hacked Rachel's team is now running the account because she's getting treatment. The only thing that changed on her page was her highlight pictures. Nobody hacked her. And some it was funny. No. Um I think who was it? Was it everyone's hunky dory posted a photo of when Sandoval dressed up for her as Halloween and said, I found out who hacked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I'm saying the wrong account, please DM me and I will cite you next week because we do like to cite the right account. That was great. I shared it. Figured out who hacked her account. No one hacked her fucking account. We knew she was getting mental health treatment. So initially, I thought, oh, attention's dying down. It's been quiet. 
Also, there were rumors she was spotted around town, so maybe she was trying to squash that or just keep her name in press. And then is it inpatient or outpatient? A follower weighed in and said, we see the leaked clip, so maybe Bravo told her because legally, since they were going to air it, right, maybe they told her, like, we're posting this. And since she's seen enjoying Ariana's pain, because that's basically Mm -hmm. what, really, if you break it down, what you see is her reveling in the fact that everyone knows. Yeah, this is 100% her trying to get out ahead of it and do some kind of weak attempt at a PR play. And do you remember that there was a lot of talk that they, it's one of the million posts. In my highlight, guys, I have everything from Vanderpump Rules from the first day that a follower told us about the affair, hours before TMZ announced it, we posted it, and then Ariana deactivated her account. And all the stuff we've got is in a highlight on my Bravo and Cocktails underscore Instagram. But there was a point where I had heard they were trying to reshoot the scene of them in the house, which is the couch scene, and now we know why. Because they're both giggling and acting like this is a great thing when Ariana is distraught at that time. And since mental health is on the table... Bravo didn't want to be held responsible for any reason. So it Mm -hmm. seems like any PR team would do this. This follower said to me, I do PR for pro athletes. This is 101. That statement about her being hacked is 101. And rehab. Yes. Yes. Because the person's trying to make themselves better. And, you know, I mean, we saw Will Smith go to India on his, like, spiritual journey. It is kind of a playbook situation. But... (laughs) If it was hacked, it would have we would have seen I mean, I would actually really like to see what would have happened if it actually had been hacked because I think there could have been some great great <laughs> stuff. But then literally all it left was the one highlight of t- dressing up as her for Halloween. Like, I'm sorry, Rochelle, I don't believe you. You know, I think the other thing too, I think the gravity of her situation, I think, is really probably starting to hit her. As I've said before, she has no idea how badly she is really, I think, screwed for life. Because when she has kids, who's going to want their kids on her soccer team? No, because no one's going to want to carpool with her. No one's going to want her to be the class mom or to be involved with anything when their husbands are around. Because she's always going to be the woman who stealthily, purposely... And sneakily slept with her best friend's husband. I mean, I'm going to call him a husband because they were common law. Right. And Lisa actually did in this episode. By the way, that whole theory that I said a follower sent about Lisa knew is so true. Mm -hmm. Lisa knew. But what about her saying when they were on that farm trip that this was her core group of people that were being her life forever and the closest people to her? What? And this is, and if she honestly felt that way, and all indications show that she did, this is how you treat the people closest to you? I'd hate to know how you treat your enemies. And how about our girl Katie saying to Ariana, Ariana, I get it, you're her friend. I just find it very hard to believe that she's so callous and mean-spirited to some people, but so kind to others. I think it's who she is, and I don't think she picks and chooses who she does this with. And was Katie right? Whew! Yeah. Well, and so and was Lala. And those are the two we said. I said, two yeah. P- Katie and Lala both said they suspected it. And guess what? 
We saw it. And that was not reshot. Stasi said it on her tour. She said, I knew this all in real time. This was no reshoots. You know, and meanwhile, it just makes your heart go out even more because Ariana still is defending, you know, and she's still like, no, you know, Tom, come over here. I'm paraphrasing here, but we're so proud to see you come out the other side from being ending your pageant life and your breakup with James and all of that. Right. And it's just the other thing I wanted to say, like we saw when Lala brought up to Ariana that he stayed at the party. And then also when she found out that Raquel had slept over and she found out in a bunch of people. What I wanted to say about that was you can tell she's a seasoned reality star because she obviously left there and had words with Tom about the party. I'm sure about Raquel sleeping over, but you don't want to make it your storyline on the reality show because then you become the couple fighting. So you Mm -hmm. see Ariana avoiding doing that. Now, I don't think that's the same as her not fighting with him right when they got home. But while the cameras were up, we didn't see her react much because, and I don't think it's that she didn't react at home. I think that she's on a reality show long enough to know that if she does it, it will be the storyline. Yeah. So no, when you when you then see them talking about how when you see her go, well, you're like a stranger, blah, blah, blah. That is because they were dealing with those issues at home. She just wasn't doing it in front of cameras, which was smart. However, she obviously didn't know the magnitude, right? So it's like if you disagree with your partner at a party, you're not going to cause a whole scene because you may see those people at the party three times a year and they're going to be like, oh, those people are always fighting, right? Because that's the only time they see you. So you're going to kind of nod. And then when you get in the car, but now put that on national television. So I think that's all Mm -hmm. she was doing was trying to manage it because yes, it was something that upset her. Yes, she saw it as him being selfish and not putting her first, but certainly she did not think it was that they were having an affair. Does that make sense? Yeah. I also, though, think I'm trying to remember the name of this movie. It was Jim Carrey, and he is raised in this like small town, and everything is perfect. Then he starts the to Truman realize Show. the Truman Show, right? And like, I feel like there's like a little bit of Truman Show happening with Ariana, and like in front of her face, everything is fine, and everyone's kind of putting on this show, and Katie and Lala are kind of trying to get through to her, but Ariana just isn't quite seeing it because. Even she's like, oh, we always do that. We always go back to the jacuzzi after for late night. You know what I mean? Right. I think there was just a lot of acting in front of her. And so she just wasn't seeing things as clearly as some of the rest of the, as, you know, Lala and Katie were. That is a great point. The other thing is Lala and Katie had completely separate issues with Raquel that Mm. Ariana saw as them clouding their vision, right? right? So if it had been Sheena who saw it or if it had been somebody more impartial, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it couldn't be Tom because Tom was in on it, that piece of shit, Schwartz. But if it had been Sheena, I think Ariana probably would have figured it out sooner. But again, Sheena was just as in the dark. And so was Brock because they lied to freaking Brock about her sleeping over, which you saw... I saw a reaction in Bronk that he was suspicious about it, but I think he kept mm-hmm. it to himself because it's his wife's group of friends. And, you know, he had a lot of backlash last season and he was just trying to keep the peace. And also probably he didn't want to think that about either Sandoval or Raquel, but you did see his suspicion. Yes, you did. Like the little cloud goes over his face and he's 
Yeah. But in addition to Ariana being at the White House Correspondents' Dinner with Lala and Lisa Vanderpump, in addition to her being shouted out by the biggest sports team in the country, the Yankees, I'm not even a Yankees fan, so don't yell at me. I'm a Mets fan. But, I mean, if you think baseball, I think if you're, like, in Italy and you say baseball, the first team would be Yankees. Yankees. I think the same with Cowboys. To me, that's just, like, your quintessential American football team, whereas, like, the Yankees, right? Okay. In addition to all these amazing things that are happening, a follower brought this to my attention, and I asked my source before we hopped on, and I don't have an answer yet, but... Okay, so Ariana yesterday announced her collaboration with Joy Burst, an energy drink infused water. Tom had previously talked about a beverage deal and said he was hoping it would come to fruition for both of them. So Mm. this follower is speculating that he was hoping that this worked out because he was planning on using that money so he could dip. If he says the word dip again, I can't. (laughs) It'll be awesome, guys, if we f- I find out that it was, in fact, Joy Burst and they opted to go with Ariana. The other thing is, all of these opportunities that she's getting, I hope that they're lucrative enough for her to buy him out of the house and keep it and keep him on his fucking ass. There could have been an agreement that was even signed before, but there could have been a morality clause. I've done in my career a lot of contracts and celebrity contracts, and there's always some sort of morality clause in these contracts. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe there was even something done and then they kicked him out because they could. Is it, I would think, and you know the answer to this, I would think that when you're signing on a couple, would it be more so? Likely or just in general? Well, I guess it's, so if somebody hired me to be the spokesperson for whatever and I turned around and got arrested for selling crack, then (laughs) they would be like, okay, B, you're out because you're a crack dealer. It totally depends. I mean, every contract's a little bit different, and what people will agree to is totally different. But a lot of times it'll be like if one person has a morality slip up, then both of you can be out, or you know, the company will use its discretion on whether to go forward with the other of you. But generally, they would use the out to be to use a morality clause to be out with both of them. But in this case, if I were the joy burst marketing team I would be like oh my god we've got to go with Ariana she is the moment right now of Absolutely. course we're gonna keep they her. must be like yes and I bet they're yeah. I bet that if they locked in what they were paying her I hope that she gets Tom's half they're like you know what you could just get the whole yeah promo whatever the deal was me too let's close up did you were you able to watch last night's watch what happens live appearance I have not been able to. I just barely got the show in, so I didn't get to watch what happens live. So I will say Kristen Dowdy was great. She was very honest. She said she's so happy to be back in the mix, which I appreciated, right? Because people are always like, well, I've been so busy, you know, writing my memoir. (laughs) (laughs) I did see a couple clips, and she looked fantastic. She looked fantastic. This is great. My husband was inside watching whatever game was on hockey I don't know he's always watching oh no I think it was basketball so he was in the other room and he came in and I was watching and it was right as Andy's like and now we're gonna do suck a dick and he's like wait a minute what is this like (laughs) this is I'm like it's cable and it's 10 30 at night like children should be sleeping he's like I really can't even deal with this and she told Lisa Vanderpump to suck a dick she's like I'm 40 now she could suck a dick (laughs) (laughs) which honestly kind of like I have to say 
Lisa puts up with so much from all these people. It is suspicious that she's held on to this grudge with Kristen. And we know that email that mm. somebody allegedly had an affair with the son-in-law and it's all allegations. I'm just saying it seems a little suspicious. But I think that there is a very good chance that Dowdy will be back. And I also think the same with Jackson Brittany. And I say yeah. bring them back. Let's do it. This is the day where Vanderpump Village comes back and actually happens, or maybe Vanderpump Rules just continues to be about the the people that we have. I don't know. I well, the I other have to thing say, is, though. like, if Jax, Brittany, and Kristen come back, we could it could be the sunset on the Toms and Raquel because we don't need them after next season. No, and I don't. I don't think there will be a place for them because I don't think. There will be friendship. There's no friendships to be had with those two, except for Schwartz. And I think Schwartz might find himself on the out, too. Yes, I do think it's very good, though. Okay, we're going to close by saying Sandoval does have three friends. The first is Billy Lee, who's as dehydrated as anyone I've ever seen. Someone get her some liquid IV. The second is Josh the paparazzi, who he made a bracelet for. (laughs) And the third is the JetBlue flight attendant who wrote him a thank you note. Side note, every minted JetBlue customer gets one, but he felt the need to share it to his Instagram stories. Yes. I wonder if they had to draw straws for who had to be the one to write it. Right? Or maybe they're like, oh, Linda, you don't watch TV. You write it. (laughs) Linda, you're busy. (laughs) cocktailers it's been fun but we got to go good and we hope that you guys are enjoying the next day release saturday mornings you don't have to listen to it on saturday but the tea is no longer cold it is piping hot so yes and that reminds me because we have a week until May 15th, over a week until May 15th. For those of you guys who have been kind of teetering on the edge of joining Cocktail Party, if or if you're a mother who would love to have it as a gift, we are running a little special for the annual membership only. It is $75, which would be a $15 savings off of if you just joined monthly and paid for each month for a year. So just use code MD. 2023 for to get that sale and then for existing members if you've decided you want to upgrade we will totally honor it for you guys too it does not have to be used as a gift you can use that code too and if you have trouble with that just email me at amanda cocktails and gossip at gmail.com all right guys till next time thanks everybody Thank you guys so much for listening. Just want to ask you guys a favor, just getting kicked off. So many people have been asking us to do this podcast. So please do subscribe. And if you've subscribed, go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends, but only friends who like good tea, because the ones who don't care about tea, then like forget them. And don't forget, find us on Instagram at Bravo and Cocktails underscore and check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. See you next time.